Welcome to Pursuing the Rock Podcast, a podcast of Rootville Road Baptist Church. Here we talk all things life, scripture, and ministry. I'm Andrew, the student pastor. I'm Garrett, the college pastor. And I'm Jason, the churchman. Back in the recording studio. We're back. Two weeks in a row, back in a little groove. Mm -hmm. It's time to go. We're we're really settling in. Look, we've we've caught a, a late night. This is our early morning. I, I kind of like it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I would much rather do the late nights. Yeah, we knew that was coming though. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, I'm kind of with Garrett on this. Uh, I really hit that stride about ten o'clock recordings. Yeah, I'm, you know, on my off days, of course. Of course, I'm, I'm good for that. If I have you guys, if it, if I'm alone, I'm like I'll just get up in the morning early instead. Mm-hmm. But if I've got somebody to stay up late with me, unless I've got like major things to do. We're studying Titus today. I've got a few sessions I had to work on. And so, like, last night, I didn't, sometimes you just don't have a choice. But if I've got guys with me, it's game over. I mean, I can stay up literally all night. Oof. That's my thing. I can stay up all night. The getting up early thing, it's like, it's some way, I'd just rather just not go to sleep, and I'd be better than I would <laughs> if I have to go to sleep and then get up early again. Yeah. Man. So, last night, I, uh, I ran home before church, and I grilled some burgers on the Blackstone. Dropped melted cheese on my hands and on my legs I know that don't look like much right there that does look like a lot that is quite the blister you have there but boys and girls I'll tell you wow it hurt wow Mm. that because it was like it's like lava (laughs) uh yeah I was scraping I was scraping it clean and then when I picked it up it had melted cheese on it and dude it hit my hands which I got it off quick only to throw it on my leg and uh so the Christian uh, suffers in all different. Areas. I bet you were you're like in a high pitch octave too. Like ha, ha, ha. that's what I would have been like. That would have been awful. Screaming like a little girl. Something. It's like when you touch the solo stove. Oh, I know Lakin. I know Lakin laughed at you though. I'm trying to think where she was at. She was inside trying to wrangle Jude. <laughs> Jude had a rough and day I can see you too. running across the backyard just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I forgot to spray my shorts. It got on my shorts. Too. Oh no, they're yeah. ruined. Yep, they're done. <sighs> Man, oh man, it's okay. Maybe yeah, we need to stick to late night. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. What's new? What's up with the boys? Um, hmm, man, just work and living. What's uh, what's the little trendy things I always say on the these Pinterest walls? They put like live, life, love. We need to come up with our own. Live, laugh, love. I That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're living. Yeah. I love you guys, so all we need is a laughing, so. Oh, man. Um, not much, man. Just getting ready for school. Be back in in like two and a half, three weeks. It's literally coming. It's That's insane. I'm scared. Well, if you really think about it, I mean, you know, June, July, that's all you got, so. I need y'all's opinions. So, it's not as effectual for you because of kids but i think it's majorly impactful for me because lakin gets the summer off jude doesn't go to school but she's going to school this fall which is going to be totally new but then all the girls are at home Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. like when you guys think of summertime college students are out student students are out everything is so much more chill during the summer but it's crazy during the summer Mm -hmm. so like would you rather if it could only be summer forever, again, we're not talking about like hotness and season. I'm just saying like the type of lifestyle or school year routine. Where are y'all at? I am in the middle because there are times that are challenging to have to get kids to two schools mm. and then leave to go 
work in another state. Um, however, it's nice in the summer to, you know, but they stay up. Oh, my gracious. Like, all right, let's get in the bed. And it stays light here till you know, our time, like 930. 11 p.m. <laughs> Literally, you get you walk inside. It's like, oh, man, it's 10 o'clock. Uh, I'm in the middle. I really am. I like routine, though. Like, I do well. And I mean, it, there's some days this is actually like kind of a, a pain point for me. Like if I don't have structure, mm-hmm. I don't do well because I'm like, yeah. what's my pur- what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I need the to days be, a waste if I didn't get it, if I didn't start it how I wanted to start. Oh yeah, yeah, very regiment like that. that. So I'm in the middle. I don't know. I mean, I want the kids to have fun, but at the same time, like I need to function. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, it's weird for me too because I always like when May hits and I'm like thinking about summer coming freedom well i'm always like excited just because like the summer has a lot of things in it that like are, are fun to do with mm. students and, and college students it's just you know kind of breaks that routine that you've been in for a year to be able to to do some stuff but then by the time june's over man i'm like mm-hmm. bro right I, i'm ready for a little bit of structure mm-hmm. um yeah. and so yeah. that's where i'm at but june's a big month for y'all it's a lot june and Ju- here's what's crazy is july is underrated too I realized because any planning that you should have been doing for the fall and the rest of the year, like uh-huh. kicks in overdrive plus just the weekly keep up. And then I feel so like my answer to the question is I love routines, my favorite, uh, but I do, I do love the freedom of being able to spend time, more time with Lakin and Jude. Hmm. Um, but I do love my routine. Oh, I know you I love are. my routine. Yeah. You oh, get up no. early. I love in like during the school year, preaching is is like more set in the cert mm-hmm. I mean like all that stuff. I just like I ain't preached in three months yeah. because of the summer. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, so. think about that too for, for Pastor Steven. Like he's a very organized yeah, regiment. Right, you sure. know, when and he's got a routine. He's been doing it for how long now? I mean, yeah. here it's been twenty five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about like I'm the same. We, me, me and you are wired the same. Like man, I like getting up, mm-hmm. sitting down, quiet. Because yeah. at our house, that's that's the pro, that's what it is. At, the, at our house right now, working at my house mm. is near impossible. Yeah, I feel that. I, I really, I do. Mm-hmm. You, you either catch it when the sun's down on both ends, and that's really that's really the only There's option. No in between. And, and it's not even. And, and for me, it's not. It's not that it's not quiet enough, or I don't have the ability to, or if I ask Lakin, hey, I need to go work for a couple hours, that she would be like, no. It's, I feel obligated to use this time because I know there's days that I won't be able to. So like today, uh, I mean, we're here early this morning. I got intensity all day, and then Garrett and I are supposed to go to an ordination this evening Ooh. at 7. So it's like, it's like, I'm going to be gone all day today, but then tomorrow I don't have to work in the office, and so I'll really hone in. But it's also why I stayed up late, you know? So it's just like life is – well, it's just a balancing act. It is. And I've gotten better, but I've been worse. It's like non-peaceful, almost like it's like a war zone. Dude, I'm not as good as I once was. Oh, that was good once. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Toby Keith. Yeah, so hey, look, our topic today. Let me see. We've got how many? How many after this? So today two, we're going to talk about two more after this. I think. Cool. It, yeah, family's one of them. What was the other thing? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Is it just these two? No, it's it's three. We had. Yeah, we said more. we had three left. Okay. Uh, so look, hey, today we're going to we're going to talk about peace and and war, and so. Uh, I don't know that this topic will necessarily talk about like is war just and should we be in war and maybe kind of like those social topics but 
but but kind of just like what 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 peace is, what war is. Um, I'll kick us off with the article if y'all wanna y'all wanna follow roll back into it. Go for it. Um, this is Article Sixteen: Peace and War of the Baptist Faith and Message, two thousand. Here's what it says: It is the duty of Christians to seek peace with all men on principles of righteousness. In accordance with the spirit and teachings of Christ, they should do all in their power to put an end to war. The true remedy for the war spirit is the gospel of our Lord. The supreme need of the world is the acceptance of his teachings in all the affairs of men and nations and the practical application of his law of love. Christian people throughout the world should pray for the reign of the Prince of Peace. Man, mm. HBD. How Happy about birthday? that? How about that? <laughs> How about that's also a good one. Yeah, this is a this is a good topic. I think yeah. that we need to talk about more in life because you know people um, shy away from oh well that's terrible and uh, yeah it is of course it is but uh, Jesus said there'd be war and yeah that's right. Oh, no, that's a that's a really I like the way that they worded that. That's a really good summation of um, that. Hmm. So maybe like maybe like we we start by saying this like we we look all around us and there's constantly seems like there's war and if there's not like actual war there is turmoil and strife mm. and division sure. um, across the world uh, and so like the question is is always like how does that fix how is that cured uh as christians we ask that but then also the world like we we always have this like question how how can there be peace you know there was the hippies back in yeah, where, where, right. where were the hippies uh yeah, well, that was probably back yeah jason's time uh, i guess how about before your parents time <laughs> yeah that's right. yeah that's right let me think yeah that's right. yeah had, had the hippies who came and like their big thing was peace you know yeah. how how can we achieve peace and <laughs> weren't very peaceful often. <laughs> they weren't no they weren't uh, man but like we we see that and so the question is still the same and the answer is still the same and always has been yeah. and, and that peace that that we're looking for is only achieved uh, yeah, through that's christ right. that's right um, i just find it i like the I've, i think it's really helpful um this is going to end up getting i guess where i didn't think it was uh, the United States is often seen as the big brother mm. of of the world. Yeah. Sometimes we step our feet into things we shouldn't, uh, and sometimes we look at situations and we think, you know, that's a people that is under some type of dictatorship that is, uh, that is, you know, detrimental to a people. Um, and so some of that stuff is justified. But listen to what he, listen to how this article starts. It is the duty, it's the obligation. You are to do this of Christians to seek peace with all men on principles of righteousness in accordance with the spirit and teachings of Christ they should do all their power to put an end to put an end to war not to elongate it for financial monetary gain, monetary <laughs> gains yeah. oh yeah man uh yeah or or yeah. even on the other like like a little bit like it seems better side is not even be neutral to in stay it. out right yeah so like, really, oh, i mean like i just don't really even care yeah. like the, as a christian we don't have the option to mm-hmm. to to not care about these things right um because jesus cared about these things it's almost like this article is written in a way to where the it seems like the automatic response would be to stay out of it mm-hmm. yeah 
but that's not that's not the Lord's answer. Seeking you know? peace, yeah, yeah. But but like it is stay out of it in the political fight in this like sure yeah uh, like that kind of deal in in some ways because it says to fight it with like ways of righteousness. Yeah, that's and right. so we don't fight like with the with the mm-hmm. with the world. We don't we don't yeah. join with the world and fight war. No, we join with with the body of Christ to fight yeah. war. And, yeah. and that's a whole different approach mm-hmm. than than a a political or poli- yeah. or like a policy. Yeah, that's um, good. It says that the true remedy for the war spirit is the gospel of our Lord. Mm-hmm. The supreme need of the world is the acceptance of his teachings. All the affairs of men and nations and the practical application of his law of love. Christian people throughout the world should pray for the reign of the Prince of Peace. Think about that. That's who Jesus is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking on a macro, micro level, right? So macro be whole countries at war, and micro is like, okay, me and Andrew have a problem with a, a problem with a situation, and it is our duty as Christians to fix it, right? You gonna oh, oh, I had to sneeze, man. man stuck you, up in there somewhere. Whoa. Uh, but, so, like, you know, it, and Jesus uh, taught us, hey, you actively seek out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hey, go to them and deal with it. Paul obviously says the same thing. If you have a problem with somebody, uh, seek peace. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's in the Beatitudes. That's right. You know, uh, the, the, the fact that we are to be peacemakers, the Kingdom people, uh, as kingdom people, we are to be peacemakers, and that is in war. But then, exactly what you're saying. Well, yeah, and thank you. let's back that out even a little bit more. So, um, I mean, again, like it's our active duty to be at peace with everyone. Now, there's going to be arguments, and mm-hmm. there's going to be things at offices sure. and people like. Okay, so you know, guys, we razz each other a lot. That's just what guys do, and. Uh, us? Yeah. I, mean, I don't razz anyone. <laughs> literally, 30 this is currently ago, razzing. Yeah, as we're 30, 30 minutes ago, Garrett literally was making fun of us because we were two minutes late. Yeah. If you want to see Garrett off the show, send in a vote. <laughs> no, the joke was the joke was because I was also late. Uh, <laughs> so I, was, I thought I was going to beat y'all both here, and I was just going to like silently. If I would have got here and Garrett wasn't here, and he was uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, but like you know, there's. People actively love turmoil. Like, I know there's people that love an argument. Like, you know, uh, a lot of uh, people make a living out of arguing points to win things. That's insane, right? Like, that's not being That is anti, literally anti-gospel. Yes, right. So that's what, you know, and that's the micro, right? But the the macro is, okay, well, uh, we're going to go over here. We're going to stomp this country, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we got to be seeking, like, uh, a gospel-driven peace. Yeah, gospel yeah. driven peace. That's good. That would be a great book for a book on the Christian view of war. It's never I ending. Like I like that. And again, uh, like okay, so let's let me ask you this. Sure. So um, this can go off a deep, deep, deep hole. But let's say people who serve in the military let's are, make it like believers. Golf ball out of the hole goes in people's yard and go pick them up and get yelled at. <laughs> So people never done that either. People who serve in the military, you know, and they they want to, uh, you know, be good for their country, or uh, let's, even the draft. Let's talk about World War II. Sure. This is a, a layup. So the draft people were literally taken for a purpose to stomp out fascism. Yep. Um, and they're Christians. So what do you do? Yeah. Do you 
go do you uh like some people um like the movie where the guy man it's not unbroken but it's um mm, what an incredible movie it is uh, great movie. Mm-hmm. yeah um but he would not carry a gun he served mm-hmm. and he was very willing to serve but he wouldn't carry a gun because it was against his yeah was he a chaplain he was not um man was he a doctor he I don't think he was a doc corpsman or something. No. Oh, um, I can't remember. Okay. I'll have to look Anyways, it up. Sorry. <laughs> it but yeah, but yeah. Eventually, sure. they still used him. He said, yeah. "Look, I'll clean the battlefield. I'll go get people." He said, "Then you're not going to do that." Vince Vaughn was yeah, in it. Right. Uh, but ultimately, he served his country while serving God first. That's right. Um, that's a good example. But you know, uh, yeah. some people who are in infantry, mm-hmm. or you know, well, you got to think. I mean, like even just like thinking about that question, we are also called to be obedient to the laws of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the draft. Mm-hmm. At that time was a law on the land. That's right. However, there's a way that you can carry that out that honors God and 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 I think honors the country. Yeah, um, that's good. You know, you see, you know, I, I'm going to throw a few things out, and I don't I don't really know what I'm. I mean, like I'm just going to say them. So, like, you see, uh, if you remember in the garden when Jesus told, was it Peter to put down a sword after he mm-hmm. cut the guy's ear off? <laughs> um, here's something interesting. He had the sword. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting that Jesus didn't want him to use it then, but Jesus allowed him to bring it with him. Mm-hmm. So there was a reason he had the sword um, in the first place. Uh, so I, I always thought that was really interesting. I heard somebody once say, uh, you can't serve the Prince of Peace with, with the weapons of war. And I thought, oh, man, that's really helpful. Um you know, kind of part of this conversation. But at the same time, just like the rest of Christian life, there is this balance between like, like, uh, uh, defending, defending people, um, and serving the Lord and making peace. Because like, as a, as a husband and as a father and stuff like that, we are called to like defend our families and stuff like that. Um, and, and we would be failing our, our duty as husbands and dads to, well, we're trying to make peace. And so we're going to let you hurt my, hurt my children my family no like we're gonna like defend our family mm-hmm. and so there is this balance yeah. of of rightfully rightfully yep. uh defending people and also working towards yeah. peace and, and it's um, a totally this is a totally different conversation from being at a gas station and somebody being like i mean like somebody trying to start something with you or mm-hmm. or or you you uh what's it called when you instigating this uh-huh. is totally different yeah. you know when you, you instigate anger, yeah, you acting out of and you bringing those stuff upon yourself yeah. like that's on you and and that's ungodly to begin with mm-hmm. you know there's somebody coming into the house or you know if you're around and you see some type of like uh, problem happening mm-hmm. you know we have obligations not only as Christians but as men to you know to defend those who can't defend themselves that's right what is what does James say that pure and perfect religion are, are those who take care of the widows and the orphans those who can't care for themselves mm-hmm. um, and so like men like whatever that costs us we we have to do that and the Lord will vindicate that you know um, yeah, but it's also in those situations like uh, like it's an opportunity for you to live out what the Beatitude says totally. of being a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, if someone's an absolute jerk to you, like, is your reaction to like go yeah. go ahead and just like go back at them with yeah. the same stuff and to cause it, or is your yeah. like reaction to be a peacemaker? Yeah. What did Mr. Like, Wayne say on stage last night? We, for those of you that missed it, we we interviewed uh, an elderly couple in the church. They're probably seventy. I mean, they're, they may be 70. Uh, he's, no, Wayne's almost 80. Yeah. 
goodness. And like they're good as I mean, yeah. I mean they're still sharp and running with it. And uh, Wayne said he was talking about the fact that I mean he's basically a truancy officer. I think is is what it was. That's right. And and so he was saying uh, he had one parent one time come up to him and like get I mean just like kind of like run him over a little bit and he said I just turned around and I walked away. And I was thinking in that moment like those students need to hear that. Those in there that would love to like straight up tell somebody or to flex their muscle and mm. you know push people around and you know there's something beautiful about somebody knowing uh, their limits and the in having the self control and really the discipline to say I'm not gonna do this with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he's a perfect example. What good timing on this too because we have talked about that before where he's like I. I always, I don't know if it was just the way the Lord protected me or just. He said, he called it a gift last night. Yeah, and I agree because he does have the, like, the most soothing voice. Uh-huh. Very uh, um, all even keel. And again, like, he had a very hard job and he saw a lot of hard things. For me, it'd make sure. me mad and want to, like, Hulk smash. But for him, he did. He was the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, and that one time that guy was yelling at him, he was just like, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And just turned around and. Walked away. I mean, boof. That's that's tough. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good example. That's really good. One one cool thing to point out, uh, point out in the Beatitudes is that righteousness comes before peacemaking. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, the commentary here uh, talks about that as well. But like the fact that we have to be pursuing righteousness and like a relationship with Christ mm-hmm. before peacemaking is ever a thing. Um, and so like I, I've seen that in my own and my and the Lord worked that out in my own heart a little bit mm-hmm. to where um, as when I was younger and 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 stuff like I I almost like wanted that you want to you know, like as a young man you want to buck up and like oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like show him, show him sure. his boss and stuff like that. But like mm-hmm. as the Lord's grown me and stuff, I, and mm-hmm. and I'm glad because a pastor that isn't a peacemaker is a little bit of a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, usually exclusive there. But like the Lord's work worked that out in yeah. a lot of ways, and is still working that out in some ways of, of showing me like like stuff's yeah. just not worth that's it. Right. Like it's just not worth it to like like what is it for to like just prove my dominance? Yeah, like that's just silly, that's right. you know. Um, but instead, like trying to be this peacemaker, um, I want to be known by someone who who is able to step into not only my own situations but situations yep. um, with all people and say, "Hey, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, let me act as a mediator here and like let's yeah, make peace between right. these situations." That, that's to be valued, yeah. you know. Like I was thinking for some reason, I was thinking I don't remember what got my mind on it the other day when I was driving, uh, like doing a series uh, for for the high school guys on what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was thinking about uh, Jerry Bridges. Uh, disciplines book. I can't think of what it's called. Uh, anyways, in in like one of the attributes of like what we would consider because this world and this culture is kind of like shifted manliness to be this like bad thing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but but manliness in a godly way is a great thing. And so, uh, as a husband, as a father, as a leader, as, as whatever you are, um, you know, we see manliness and think of manliness about like grabbing somebody by the throat and throwing them down and say, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and, and exerting ourselves that way. But really, you know, one of the greatest attributes of of, of manliness is 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 discipline, mm-hmm. is the ability to control your own emotions and to act in those fearful ways when it's appropriate and, right. and when it's in danger and when it's in help. Um, but to be able to control yourself to to react well in all situations mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, we miss that. I know a bunch of guys who are who were, I mean, like safety off, sitting on go, just mm-hmm. ready for somebody to say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is a funny story. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, uh, Eleven you saw, oh, ten you softball in this. Well, I was anyway. Girls softball, little girls. Mm. There's f- shaking hands. There is a war zone. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the softball field is it, man. The other, the other coach on this other team was just like you said, a hair hairpin trigger. This guy was just waiting yeah. to go off. Well, at the end, he's shaking everybody's hands. When I say he's he's trying to vice grip it, and I can see him gearing up, and he's coming down the line. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. So I said, hey man, good game, and we ended up beating him, whatever. And the uh, coach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we ended up beating well, close. little girls. Well, this, illustration, yeah, this, gets, is, this illustration went totally different. He gets different to than the I end and I mean tries to muscle up on our last coach, and the coach is like, "Hey, man, what's the deal with the handshake?" This guy was wanting somebody to say something. He lost his mind. He started yelling, getting his face nose to nose. Well, I come over just to get in between them. I'm like, dude, there's there's little girls right here, and then he put his hands on me, and I mean, push me, and I'm like. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, and I mean, I was like, "Look, man, lo, ho, hold on." This, and I, I, of course, we're trying to pray. With I the got a healthy truck that fits you. Yeah, uh, it was just, it was like that's he the. Need but, he said, "This fist right here." Uh, <laughs> this guy was just so uh, first softball. I mean, like you said, though, he was waiting yeah, on it. He was it, wanting man. to cause yeah, turmoil. It's so pathetic. And, uh, and often, you know, we talk about this a lot. People's internal struggles, and that's what it's coming from. It's probably coming from embarrassment. It's coming from the fact that I just lost hey blue called all the wrong calls i mean all of these things but but the truth is it's like all that mess in his heart started years before that oh yeah in high school as he would i mean all that stuff it's just it's so funny man like you know if you would have you know toe to toe you know knuckle to knuckle him on on the softball field that's what he wanted there's nothing more that he wanted to do than go home and tell his wife he got in a fight on the softball field he would love that he loved us in that that's crazy (laughs) pretty would be like why are you such an idiot (laughs) or even church softball how many times do we see it i know oh my word Uh, we were talking. We did a, uh, a whole discussion on the church last night and in our college class, and we we're just talking about one of the questions. I, I started off the night. I said, "Hey, here's we're going to talk about the church tonight. The point of the church, the makeup of the church, what the church is for, all these things. I want you guys to ask all your questions regarding the church." And so they asked some really good questions. And one of the questions was, "How do you how do you deal with someone who's been hurt, or your, or even yourself who's been hurt by the church?" And so. I went into it and I said, like, one, like the church has a responsibility to, like, one, try to protect from church hurt. But when it happens inevitably because we're a bunch of sinners and, and membership together, mm-hmm. like, the church has a responsibility to go and make things right. I said, totally. but I said the person who has been hurt has a responsibility as well that we, we put off a lot of times. They have a responsibility to forgive before mm-hmm. they're even asked to be, to be forgiven yeah, that's right. uh, and not to not to hold envy and, and grudge in the heart. Because what happens is is when we're not peacemakers like that and we let things grow in our hearts and fester in our hearts, then it then it mm-hmm. causes division and it causes a uh, war of sorts between even the church. Yep. And so, you know, this isn't just the church versus the world or um, how do we end war against countries or, or whatever, but it's war within the church as well. And, and the truth is, is, is we need to, totally. to put on the Beatitudes as well. And, and uh, cause it says in Matthew five, nine, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, 
that's so so applicable in the church as well, man. Like yeah. the division and, and, and strife there. So let's talk about it from a, a a young man or woman, high school, middle school point of view mm-hmm. of a place where there is uh, often a hardly peace. Lot lot of pride um, mm-hmm. in, in in this age group and. Uh, I mean, again, if you get it fixed at an early age, it's a whole lot easier when you get older. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you you have these 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 kids that are uh, there's different you know personalities. You got the bully, you know, you know, again, turn your back, walk away. Um, you have people who just want to uh, be prideful and beat you at things. Just it's it's hard to do. You know, you think, oh man, this is my reputation, this or my reputation that one. Uh, you ought to be just worried about not worried, but you ought to be focused on your your Christ like reputation. Because um, you don't think you're winning when you walk away. It's hard, man. It's like that guy. I wanted to absolutely maul that dude, mm-hmm. but uh, that's when you know you're getting wisdom. Uh, as as you get to be an older person, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Because mm-hmm. that would have been a heartache of. I mean, think about the the. Well, you'd, if you'd have gotten in a fight with that guy, you'd have went to jail that night. <laughs> that's 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 that is the least, and I, I that's crazy, True. right? Like, uh-huh. but uh, kicked off the softball as as helping an assistant coach. I'm uh, sure battery. Then you got uh, I forgot the other term for it, but like oh, a, yeah, having assault. a fight in front of minors. So that's, then you've got a family violence, dude. I'm telling that you, is a whole that's again, a child abuse. So you know, I know as a young person, you don't think about these things, right? Like so, but you have to. Mm. Uh, you really. really really have to um but again focus on the kingdom focus Mm -hmm. on eternal uh implications not the ways of god protects us from all of these things 100 percent. like just don't do it take it for somebody who in college that was their that was their thing man Mm -hmm. just violence don't do it like it's it's so dumb it's really it's silly in Romans, uh, Paul writes in Romans 12, starting in verse 17, he says, Repay no one evil for evil, mm-hmm. but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. Yeah, for it is right. written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But then it says, To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. That's a tough one. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Mm-hmm. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yeah, I always like that. Like God's revenge, God will take care of that. Yeah, like so you don't have to worry about yep. if find peace. And my mom used to beat this into my head. Not really, but like wow. she was little. Um, That's not very peaceful. <laughs> no, she didn't do that. Okay, but she'd be like, "Hey, seriously, walk away. Like mm-hmm. you're 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 not getting it. okay." Yeah. Are you going to change that person? Let's say the three of us are in a huge argument, right? And we might Garrett take sides, yeah. all right? And he definitely sides with. Well, with of course Jason, you. Um, but uh, <laughs> but what's funny is like, okay, we're arguing, and you're not going to change yep. that person by beating him. That's up, right. Yelling, but certainly it. not in that. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. So praying for that person, pray for yourself yeah. first. But hey, give me the discernment to do the right thing, and then when you start to deal with that, I promise you, it works out. God will take care of that. It's not you're not, and Mal. This is for Mal. 
she always is hard on me about like, hey, um, you're not going to change that person. Yeah. Right? So just give it to the you, Lord. Yeah. The Lord will change it's, And he might use you, but he's not going to do it that's right. right this moment. Yeah. You're not apart from him. Because what's said, coming out of your mouth isn't helpful and what's coming out of there. I mean, into there. I mean, like, none of that stuff's helpful. And that's what she says. She's like, you're not you're not the police on this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need you to just tone it you down. Stay but, out but sometimes I want to. Yep. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Put me in. But that's this is good. That's yeah. Good. The Lord's not going to use us. Uh, to change somebody through sinful means, yeah, and so like we have, we must operate yeah. within the means of how He has called us to operate peaceably mm-hmm. to be able to change yep. people. Um, and ultimately, it's not us; it's the Lord that does it. But but we have to operate within within the yeah, in the means right. of, of how He's inter- in, intended things. Yep. Indeed. So let the Lord handle things. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't think that your opinion is always needed. Um, that's a, that's a know, big one. Your your yeah yeah like. Just because you feel like, oh, I'm going to tell them, you know, when you think that, that's probably ungodly. Um, you know, you don't have to have the last word. It's okay to walk away. It might hurt your pride. It might hurt your image, but um, it will it'll honor the Lord. Um, I have to give this last example as we're wrapping this up. Bring it. I mean, you were involved. You were already on the plane. But Garrett, okay. I watched Garrett. Um, Quick scenario. He We're was going borderline on that one. Last uh, October, November, October, September. It doesn't matter. We went to Ecuador. Okay, we have usually uh, the travel agent will put together a large group, which means usually you get to all go together. Well, we have an individual that uh, Rachel is her name. Uh, great lady, Rochelle. Yep, Rochelle uh, did not get to board the plane. We already had our tickets. We were we were all in the airport together. And I had been lied to at least twice yes. up to that point. Yes. By the Both airport lady. Yep. So four lies are happening currently. Yeah, okay. So again, um we're all in the plane. Everybody's like, Okay, where's Rachel? Well, she hadn't gotten on yet. Well, they wouldn't let her on. Let me said the last thing I asked before I walked on the plane was, Can you guarantee me that she will be on this plane with me soon? And we'll, she said, Yes, sir, you we'll, need to board the plane. We'll she was getting mad at me for like asking. And so I'm like, okay. And so I went and boarded the plane. Yeah, you continue. And once you get on the plane, you cannot get off without having to buy another ticket. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this because Garrett's sitting here. The way he handled that is not how uh, the, the churchman would handle that. I would have probably been asked to leave the plane, politely, of course, because there would have been physical violence. But I would have been very belittling with the way they handled that. And he did. He walked up there. Me and I'm sitting here across from Pastor Stephen in the aisle. We, If you could imagine looking down the aisle and just seeing two heads pop <laughs> That's <laughs> pop out, and I see Garrett getting a little animated. Right, he's like, "Well, I think," I, and I can kind of hear him. But Stephen, Pastor Stephen, gets up and walks through the front of the plane, and I'm like, "Well, now he'll be hit. It's okay. Everything's gonna be fine." Now Rachel was not able to get on the plane, uh, but Garrett, I know she made that a great living off of that. Though. She did, <laughs> and the air, the air, uh, the uh, the. I'm gonna get this out. I'm not having a stroke. That airline. There's a good. There you go. Uh, they they compensated her, and she was able to make the trip. But she came down the next day, or I think that was what it was. But you, I mean, that's a good example of how you handled that. And I'm not just saying that because you sat here. You could have caused a dumpster fire mm-hmm. in that plane, and it would have been a terrible terrible way for Christians to be viewed. And we all need to remember that like, okay, you're in school or you're at job at your job and like you are being watched. Your words say one thing, but your actions speak a whole lot louder. So uh, that's all I wanted to say. Just made me think of that. Anyway. Because like we said earlier, there's a difference between fighting for, for somebody because our ultimate concern was for her safety. Traveling to Ecuador. Oh yeah, sure. As a young woman. Having to go through Miami by own. yourself. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, 
and so like there's a difference between fighting for people totally. and like advocating for people right. and and being an absolute yeah. jerk about yeah. it the, the i think i think it was handled well uh, the but wrong I did, thing. I did feel my emotions getting. Oh, I did. Well, I mean, I know. No, was, you were borderline. Y- you could have. What was in your heart wasn't being shown in your actions, which was a good thing. That's right. This is true. Uh, yeah, well, you, admit, what was coming out, we yeah, saw, we, and it we, wasn't we, bad. It could have gone a whole lot worse. Yeah. Uh, a few of us kind of got up there, all get thrown off the plane. You could have physically done something, and that would have been problematic because then you wouldn't have been going to Ecuador at all, yeah. <laughs> ever. Mm. They would have ever. American Airlines would have never let you back on the plane. (coughs) Uh, But again, there are, you have to figure out, it takes discernment, it takes discipline. You have to figure out what is worth fighting for and what's worth walking away for. That's right. Um, And we get to, we have to, we have to figure that out every day. As somebody cuts you off in traffic, as somebody does something dumb in the grocery store, as somebody falsely accuses you of something, as you do. I mean, like, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, you gotta, you gotta figure out what, 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 what wars are worth fighting and what wars are, you know, worth walking away from. Just do the Lord's work. That's it, man. Right. Choose the ways of the Lord. You'll yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but. Nah, he'll, all, he'll make sure everything works that's out. That's right. If you do it his way. That's yeah. right. That's good. Cool. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Man, next week. Who's excited? Three uh, weeks in a row. Whoa. <laughs> it's going to be three a habit. Is, yeah, I was about to say three 21 weeks. 21 days makes right? a habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. In the wee hours of the morning. Man, the sun's just coming up. Yeah, it's fantastic. <clears throat> I mean, we've been here, what? It's 447 now. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> All right. See you guys. All right. See you.